This is Sunday Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Husker Rewind on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Time to jump on the Allo VIP line and uh, talk to the Omaha World Herald's Tom Chattel, who we're going to give him one quick second to make sure he gets down out of the elevator into the press room and stuff. Uh, Nebraska leads Minnesota 28-20 at PBA at halftime for the Huskers. They are led by Bryce Williams, 3-7 of seven from the field, 1-3 of three from three. Uh, Juwan Gary, Casey Tomanaga each have four. Jamarcus Lawrence has five, three for Rink Bast, two for Josiah Alec. Rebounds are 23-22 in favor of the Huskers. And uh, Nebraska with five turnovers, seven for the Golden Gophers. Tom, uh, that was not a well-shot first <laughs> half of, uh, of, of basketball. The, the, evidently, the they used a ball that is three times larger than the, the rim. I don't know what's going on, but that had to be kind of tough to watch. Yeah, it was. Um, it's throwback night here, and I love the lights. They uh, have like the old... Uh, Devaney Center lights on the scoreboard and all around the ribbon uh, board, and uh, apparently they've taken that to an extreme where it's it's something <laughs> Mo Ibe night also. So yeah. uh, it's um, but I, I, I it's uh, I just win by one, baby. That's because, right. Uh, you know what I mean? It's not uh, truly. I think that, they're getting good looks. I think those shots will eventually go in. Um, but they're playing really good defense and the rebounding, and you know, it's been their problem when they when they haven't done that. That's that's when they lost. So yeah. um, that's in place. So I think they'll you know they just just gotta get a few those shots to go in. Uh, we're not there. You are. What's the energy like in the building tonight? Right now they're doing the football uh, the dunk contest, and I just hope nobody gets hurt. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard any groans yet. <laughs> um, but, um, energy's good. Um, I mean, it's, uh, this is what you want right now, man. This is, this is the best time of year. And, and, uh, you know, Vesca fans have the fever. Um, it's a Sunday night. You know, the, the big 10 loves to play Sunday basketball for some reason. Uh, TV, obviously, but you know, the five thirty slot on a Sunday it's not the optimum time to be playing college basketball. No. Uh, here we are, and they uh, it's Minnesota, and this thing was sold out a week ago. Yeah. Um, it's Everybody's fired up. This is what happens when you have a team that's good enough to make the tournament and is on the bubble and is in, is in play and is, is trying to get a better seed. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, I, I, I think we I think we can have this every year. I've been saying that for a long time, and I'm just hoping that um, you know the the, the the first step was winning that road game. Uh, they got Wednesday night, and now the, the next step obviously is getting in. But then you, you want to win a game, so yeah. there's always, there's always something to get. But um, but this is just a preview. I mean, we don't get this every year, yeah. but. I, I, I just love this time of year. This is probably what we thought we were getting when we hired, when Nebraska hired Fred Hoiberg. The first three yeah. years didn't go very well. Last year started to get better, and now uh, it feels like the Hoiberg era has finally arrived. Why do you think that's happened? Why, why did Nebraska struggle so long, and now it's kind of taken off? Well, because um, of, I mean, it, it's the Big Ten, and 
we we got the Fred that we thought we were getting, but but not necessarily the Fred that showed up. I mean, he he has gone to a different uh, type of basketball. He's still got the offense. I mean, they're still throwing beautiful passes and and uh, there's good movement and um, the cuts and all that stuff. But the the defense, the the, the lunch bucket, the, you know, they're going to be better rebounding, but sometimes I can be really good at rebounding. They're just their, their, their attitude and work ethic. That's the kind of team that I can win in the Big Ten. And, and guess what? That's the kind of team that Nebraska's love. So, uh, you know, the first couple of years, they had stars in their eyes, five stars, uh, they had a general manager in charge of getting talent. I mean, that's not, that's not Big Ten basketball. It shouldn't be Nebraska basketball. It's um, you know you've 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 got to you've got to put a team out there that that's going to work hard, and um, you know I'll do all the little things and uh, I, the people love this stuff. So it, it's really been fun to uh, see this develop the last few years. Tom Chattel from the Omaha World Herald joining us on the Allo VIP line, brought to you by Allo Fiber, exceptional service with a local heart. Tom, you may not uh, have seen the, any of the replays quite yet, but enjoy the replays you see on your Twitter feed of uh, Jeremiah Charles. I believe he will win the dunk contest. Oh, my. Um, he, he did a 360 one-handed throwdown that Michael Jordan is just going, damn. <laughs> so, he, played, he played high school basketball, I know, and he's running track at Nebraska well, and playing football. Yeah, yeah, he's a freak athlete. <laughs> but... Um, Tom, with this team, I thought early in the season when you looked at the roster, they're old. That was a big key. Uh, They've got length. They've got a lot of talent. They can shoot the ball. This looked to me like a team that can win in the NCAA tournament. All they needed to do was get there. Here we are, three games from the regular season being over, well, three and a half. It looks like there's a much better than average chance they're going to wind up in the dance. Do you think this is a team that can win in the NCAA tournament? Yes, I've been saying that a long time, and um, it's. You know, they just, but you're right; you have to get there. But yeah, this is a team that can go big or small, um, and now you've got this this little extra bonus. Sometimes at the end of the season, something happens that you maybe you weren't expecting, or somebody emerges, and 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 that's Jamarcus Lawrence, and he's a guy that hasn't been that way all year, and it's and he's coming off the bench, he's found a role. He's very comfortable doing it. It's it's, it's almost like a, a, a secret weapon right in the middle of the game. So, um, yes, they've um, they've got a lot of answers, and the and the the, you know, the key to their thing is the identity of your show up and, and play defense. I got really they got over the hump um, in Indiana. Now that they, they, they kind of exhale a little bit and 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 get after it. Um, you know, one thing in their favor, guys, is. Uh, the bubble is really weak. Um, you know, no, nobody's making a run at uh, you know Nebraska. They, they they keep been hanging in there on the, the the bracketology lines, and now Michigan State is kind of falling apart a little bit. Um, you know, what, what, Wake Forest made it made it had a nice game yesterday, but all these Big East teams are have been falling apart. Uh, I, I think Nebraska is in very good shape. Um, yeah. You've got to go win a game, obviously, but they have the kind of team that could do it, and they have the coach who's been there, done that. So it's not like he's trying to figure anything out. 
he's already done it. So, um, we just, um, sure, three weeks is, um, three weeks from right now is the, uh, announcement. So, um, we'll be figuring that out and, um, you know, wouldn't that be something if they got to go to Omaha? We'll have you back on for that, uh, for sure. The announcement. Yeah. I, I think about this team, and I think it's a different player every night. Tonight, Bryce Williams has 10 and a half. Sometimes, obviously, Casey Tamanaga is the preseason nominee. You have Jawan Gary, who they almost lost for the year, and thank goodness they didn't. Uh, he's right. been he's been a blessing to this team. Frank Mask has been sometimes the best player on the floor. Hey, we asked this question to Andy Markowski earlier. He said, I think Bryce Williams is the best player on this team. Who would you pick? Well, I, I've always been a, I mean, going back to last year, uh, Juwan Gary is kind of my guy. And um, but you're right, it's a different guy. And you know, the best part is they 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 all have have a different role, and uh, it, it doesn't have to be one guy, it's the same guy all the time. And uh, you know, Minnesota had had two guys chasing. Uh, casing around the first half, and it just plays into their hands. I mean, somebody's going to be open. Um, so it's, um, I know Casey hadn't had the kind of year he wanted, but he's, guess what? He's going to go to the tournament. And, uh, and my God, the NCAA tournament needs guys like, they need players like Casey. He's, he's just going to light up. I mean, I don't know how he's going to do, but just as a character and a, the personality, He's, he's, he's what it's all about. So, um, I don't know. I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Juwan Gary, but, uh, in terms of his overall impact, but you, you know, that's the beauty of this team. You, you, you can pick almost anybody. Tom, I'm going to, before we let you go, I want to see if I can get you to give me some kind of a bold prediction on the record. We'll include this game, but over these last four games for Nebraska, uh, from 0 and 4 to 4 and 0 and anything in between. Yeah, I think they'll. Um, I think they'll win today. I'll probably lose at Ohio State, and then I think that they they win the last two. So three and one, I like it. Whatever that is, (laughs) there you go. We'll take that. I think that's good enough to get us into the tournament. Uh, We'll let you go. The second half is starting. We probably let let you stay a little long, uh, just because uh, we want to get you back up there. That's great. Appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Thanks. Uh, appreciate it. There you go. Tom Chattel, uh, the the legend, as Nebraska leads 28-20. As we just started the second half, Nebraska uh, playing defense against Minnesota. The, the thing that I always appreciate about Tom is that his, his answers are so well thought out, and he always comes at things from an angle I didn't think of, and I like to think I've got a you know put pretty wide range of, of my knowledge of yeah. things. Um, and he'll always throw out little tidbits where you're just like, Huh, I, I should have thought of that. Well, uh, but, you know, there you go. Just, it's very, thing, very wise man. The thing I thought of, nice pass by Casey, by the way, into rink mask. He gets the and one, the basket and one. He'll be at the free throw line. So Nebraska has a chance to take an 11-point lead uh, to start the second half. He said, I asked him why he doesn't or didn't think it worked out uh, very well for Nebraska in the first three years of the Hoiberg era. He said, well, they had a general manager. They had a guy out picking players, the guys that didn't necessarily. And I think that was a good way to explain what happened with Matt Abdelmasi. And it did work at Iowa State. But when Matt Abdelmasi was doing that for Iowa State, they were one of the very few schools in the country taking transfers at that level. When Nebraska started doing it, everybody was doing it. So the, the best players were going 
to Duke and North Carolina and Kansas and Creighton. Yeah, and and his his philosophy, and that's the problem is you you take a, you know, you take a guy that doesn't know um, what the conference is about, and and let's face it, Nebraska has only been in the Big Ten for twelve years, and the the learning curve of what basketball is like in the Big Ten versus the Big Twelve, what football is like, what right. all these sports are like, yeah, you got to play defense. We knew what what ultimately Matt Abdelmassi was going to try to do. He could try to do that for all next year, 18 Big Ten teams, and he would fail miserably for every one of those teams. Yeah. That's not the type of basketball they play here. It's more about personalities. The right You need talent, sure. Um, and Bryce Williams is really talented, but he's the right personality. Rick Mask is certainly the right personality. Jawan Gary is a leader. Uh, and one of the criticisms, interestingly, that a lot of fans might have had is the fact that Fred Hoiberg wouldn't play his own son. Uh, usually, coaches are accused of playing their own son too much. Uh, he didn't play his own son until late last year. And Sam Hoiberg, as you mentioned, sometimes he looks like the best player on the on the floor because he makes all the right decisions. He's been, even though he doesn't score a lot, he has been so helpful to this team. He's like well, a coach on the floor. That, and, and I mean, there's been several games over the last two years, this run that they've been on 25 and 11 over the last 36 games. There's been... Uh, probably three games. Oh, dude, popping a wheelie on a bicycle down the middle of O Street. He came a millimeter from dumping it all the way back <laughs> and crashing on his back in the middle of O Street, and yeah. he caught himself just before he did. Nice play-by-play on oh that. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad he's okay. No, but Sam Hoiberg, there's probably been three or four games where you take a 90-second stretch of game time, and he has two steals, a rebound, a block shot, he nails a three, gets fouled and makes the front end of a one-and-one one yeah. and the second one, and all of a sudden Nebraska went from down a couple or up just one or two to up comfortably, and the yeah. game was over. And think, it was all him. Right, and I think it was the Purdue game. Maybe it happened in the Michigan State game. I can't remember the exact games where you're up two, you're up four, maybe you're down two, down four, and he gets a pick, and, and he goes coast-to-coast, coast and he gets a layup. Uh, he's done that in several games, and it just energizes everybody. And yep. he flies around. Sometimes, I swear, that kid is the quickest player on the floor. He gets to hear from me to you sometimes after the ball is passed. But, well, so that, that's the whole thing is he's moving long before the pass is thrown. That's right. the thing. Bryce Williams you with a nice him. three there. 36-25. Nebraska really needed that uh, with 17-24 left to go. And the students are on their feet. I mean, they're always on their feet. You and I used to sit in the student, well, stand in the student section. I love uh, the students. Yeah, yes. They, the student section. What is, awesome. is the bigger round of applause or cheer or fans going absolutely nuts and losing their mind when when Sam Hoiberg has a pick six or Casey hitting a three? Um, I mean, and it's not just an easy pick six. It's a dive on the Kaysay, floor. I think Casey just because of the way he celebrates, he encourages Probably. it okay. more than okay. Sam does. Yeah. Casey loves to celebrate, and I think the fans like to celebrate with him. I like what they do when the opposing team is announced with the Husker Power thing, yeah. where they drown out the PA. James Kind, who's a friend of both of ours, does PA for Nebraska, and uh, he introduces the opposing team. And when he does, you hear the Husker Power, so yeah. it drowns it out. I think that's cool that they do that. And the and you know every student section does the right left right left right left sit down 
But Nebraska's a little more creative. Left, right, right, left. And then the, now the players are refusing to sit down because they know that it bothers the student section. Yeah, but talking when a, when Nebraska's a really out, yeah. good at following that all the way to the end. Oh, yeah. Um, that was the one thing. The, the, the student section has always been good, and that's the thing that's always puzzled me. Like, Without being mean. When, when, well, they're not the antlers. Oh, oh, man. The antlers, I mean, we, we remember Missouri and how mean they could be. I mean, yeah. violently mean in some cases yeah. back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, but but think about this. Like, the student section has been so good at Nebraska basketball games, even in years that were just not good. You know, oh. I it, it, a 12-win team and, and our student section still is showing up in pretty good numbers and the ones that show up are as into it as they can be until the game is just to the point where I mean nobody's going to be as um, excited as they were but I I don't know I our students over and this is over the last 30 years I think I Nebraska, always think they do such a good job I think Nebraska fans of period are just the best I mean you saw what happened you know with 93,000 volleyball fans showing up at Memorial Stadium you see it during the football season every year, selling out uh, the stadium despite the fact that Nebraska hasn't had winning, uh, been a winning program really in 20-plus yeah. years. Uh, Nebraska basketball is always top 20 in attendance despite the fact that they haven't done much, you know, 2014, but that's about it as far as Nebraska basketball is concerned. Uh, and I've always wondered... What would Nebraska do if they actually won? I mean, it's easy for Creighton fans to show up. They're always good. And I understand. I mean, it's fun to go watch Creighton because they play fun basketball. And they're really, really good. And they sold beer for a long time before Nebraska did. Nebraska was selling out the arena, PBA, and they have from day one uh, with lousy basketball teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Danny Knee when he was back. And uh, it was every other word was a bleep, of course. But if he he basically said, if I would have had this bleep and bleep 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 place, <laughs> we would have been amazing. Uh, this is this place is bleeping great, um, and it was the same old Danny, and it made it fun. But he loved being at PBA, and he said, you know what? I love Devaney. Devaney. I didn't think anything could be better than Devaney. This is better than Devaney as Jawan Gary knocks down a three. And Nebraska is running away. Well, this is what I was talking about. That first half, they kind of don't play overly well, and then you go, "Oh, okay." Um, so I, I'm watching some highlights of the dunking that went on. Emmett Johnson had a couple that were pretty nice. He tried to jump over his head coach, so really? he's got Matt Rule in the Who lane. Did that? Uh, Emmett Johnson. Emmett Johnson. He tried, he's got some hops. He's got some hops, but he did. He just missed on the dunk, and then he landed on his back. He was the Missouri High School Player of the Year. Minnesota. Minnesota. I mean, the yeah. Minnesota High School Player of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Harburg threw one off the backboard and then two-hand flushed it. Jeremiah Charles, though, he did one. I mean, it's the old school, you know, put the ball, you, you kind of um, take off on one foot, you put the ball between your legs and do the one-handed jam. He had one of those. He had a, a backwards windmill mm -hmm. um, with two hands. And then the 360 one-handed flush was insane, but... Uh, th this is one. Watch the highlights uh, when you get a chance. Jeremiah Charles, Charles might be the best athlete of all sports at Nebraska. He's pretty good. Yeah, he won the dunk contest easily. I think he, his 40 time is crazy. Yeah. Uh, his 100 time is very fast. He runs track. I mean, that, that kid is really, really fast. And he can jump 
to the moon. I mean, like, he's I think really, he was really talented. Fourth or fifth in the triple jump last meet. I remember uh, when Tom so. Osborne did that more often back in the day. Like he would go watch a kid wrestle and say, you know, this could translate to football. I'm going to offer him, you know, a preferred walk-on spot. Or I remember he, back in the day he watched Steve Warren wrestle, one of the great defensive tackles in Nebraska football history. He said, we got to offer this guy based on what he's doing in the wrestling rink. Um, and, and I think Matt Rule is getting back to that. Bryce Turner. Uh, I mean... Jamal Charles, you're, you're talk, Jeremiah Charles, you're talking about guys that are being offered at a high level without a lot of football success. I mean, they don't have the on-field success, and Matt Rule's saying, you know what, I can do something with this guy because he's really, really fast, or he's really he can jump really, really high. Well, at the end of the day, when you've got a proven track record, guys like that, you know, is it pie in the sky to think that a guy that has no Power 5 offers is going to go to Nebraska on a full-ride scholarship and become somebody? You've got to, even even though you may have a ton of belief in yourself, no one else is telling you this outside of Nebraska, but I would see why it would be tough for a kid to to not just be like, yeah, it seems like something's weird here. Yeah. But then you look at Matt Rule's track record and the guys that he's done this with. Like he does, he just develops them. I'd like to see Nebraska hold Minnesota under 40 points today. I, I, I know fun. you. You would like to see Nebraska hold Minnesota scoreless for the rest of the game. That would be fantastic. And if they don't, you're going to probably break your glasses. Uh, this game, oh, what you already did. I already broke Sorry. my glasses. Uh, they went to the locker room up 28-20, and now they're up 43-26. So uh, do the math in your head. They've outscored 15-6. Um, it's not over. Obviously, Nebraska, we've seen them struggle sometimes after getting big leads. So this thing is definitely not over, as it Minnesota does score to make it 43-28, but I'll take where Nebraska is right now. Well, exactly, though. Uh, our show is not quite over yet either. We have got one more segment to go. Do you want to jump to break here? Or do you want to? Yeah, let's jump to break. Okay. And uh, do something. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure we'll, it out. I'm sure we'll talk a lot about uh, Husker basketball and a few other things hey, that might be on our mind. I got one you mentioned earlier. Let's talk about court storming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to mention that. Uh, Wake Forest and their fans stormed the court after a big win over 8th-ranked Duke yesterday. And it could have gotten ugly. We'll talk about it coming up next.